sit back, turn the ship over to your covas and relax. We're turning on Flight Assist. 07 Commanders and welcome in. My name is Commander Psykit and with me as always is Commander Mal for the win. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we're glad you found us. Every week on the Flight Assist podcast, we talk to a different commander or organisation. We find out a little about them, what they're up to in game, and we talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just want to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Absolutely. Um, We have literally one of my favourite people (laughs) on the whole planet. I love her to absolute pieces. We have um, Psyche on on the show today. Um, I love her. She knows I love her. (laughs) (laughs) She completely knows I love her, so um, it's fine. (laughs) I've I've never gotten to interact with her before outside of just being in chat um, and and watching her, you know, playing Elite Dangerous or playing other Mm -hmm. games. Um, and she's absolutely wonderful. I love the way that she handles her chat. I -hmm. love the way that, uh, she handles herself in game. Um, I love that she just seems to be kind of in awe of the fact that, you know, elite dangerous is this giant galaxy that you can just kind of go do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She, um, I've been like a big fan of psyches ever since I sort of discovered elite dangerous and found her playing it. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was very strange that um, there was somebody, somebody else called Psy something who was playing Elite, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, this is this is interesting. Let's go and find out what this Psy is like." Um, right. And um, I I, lo- I love her. Yeah, I think she she is um, a an absolute stalwart of the Elite Dangerous community. She is a. Yep just a wonderful human being as well and yeah i have so much time so yeah. much time for her um funny story um so one at one point um somebody came into my channel while i was streaming and said um what happened to the irish girl <laughs> And I was like, oh. no, we're different people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it, it, it just that, that sigh. I understand where you would get it wrong, but we're different people. She has, she has a channel. <laughs> I was like, that is too funny. Yeah. <laughs> bless her. Bless, bless them. In fact, I was like, yeah, yeah. No, no, she still exists. You want to go and you want to go and look for Psyche and not Psychic. I can understand where you might get that wrong. <laughs> To make a command for your bot that like automatically corrects people that says no 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 if you're looking for the Irish girl go here no if you're- <laughs> let, let, just go, I don't not even it should just be a rolling thing on my bot just go and follow Psyche because she's wonderful <laughs> there you go there you go just a rolling uh, periodic shout out just yeah say, hey you know just in case you didn't know yeah and also I know she's like really busy at the moment she's got lots of stuff going on so I'm super happy that she's managed to squeeze in some time to be able to come and chat with us Psyche welcome on in it's so good to be able to sit down and have a chat with you thank you so much I'm I'm very nervous Nice. <laughs> because psyche is one of these commanders that i've watched play elite dangerous like before i started playing and oh. and well that's you, really you were, nice you're a, twi- <laughs> you were a you're a twitch partner like I, I started out watching um elite dangerous 
streams. I was watching you. I was watching Pumpkinberry used to do streams on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of my introduction to Elite Dangerous. So this is like. I'm, I, I may be slightly fanboying out over oh. here in the corner. Oh, so my goodness. Don't pay attention to me. All right. Oh. I'm nervous because I'm always nervous when I do anything. So it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll try and be we'll try and be as um, as nice as possible. I, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> if, for, for anyone out there who doesn't know who you are, can you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? So basics like your commander name, if you're an elite dangerous content creator and how long you've been playing. Yeah, so uh, my commander name is the same as like my name pretty much everywhere, which is Psyche. Um, I have been, I, I am a variety streamer, so I do play a lot of different things, but I tend to focus on uh, space and sandboxy games or story games. And Elite has been one that I have played on stream and off stream for a very long time. Um, I started playing Elite Dangerous in 2014. So it was, I think, the last wave of closed beta. I just missed the Kickstarter and I'm still devastated. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just so mad at myself because I think I missed it by like a week. Yeah, I'm really devastated. So close. And I like, so I've been playing it since 2014. Um, because I, I play a lot of different games on and off stream, I haven't got as many hours in the game as maybe some other people, but um, I have been playing for a very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> What was it that first got you into the world of Elite Dangerous? So I actually played the third Elite game, uh, Frontier mm-hmm. First Encounters. Um, my fiance introduced it to me in, I think it was around 2005. Um, I Obviously, significantly later after it had actually been released. Um, my computer died back then, and I literally couldn't run anything except that. Uh, and Quake 3. So I played a lot of <laughs> FFE. I, I just, I really loved it. I really love space. And then we find out about Elite Dangerous. And I was like, you mean I can play that game, but with like more updated <laughs> graphics <laughs> and with another person or lots of other people? And I was just like, that's amazing. So I, I got really, really excited. We both did. And that was really what got me started was just that I had already played a previous game and I love space. And I thought, wow, I can actually play with other people. That's really cool. That's awesome. Can you was remember, really exciting. Can you remember your first time logging in and what, how, how that felt and what that was like? I remember crashing into the side of a station. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, standard, standard. Yeah. You had the same experience <laughs> that I did. Excellent, okay. I had literally no idea. So I've never played a flight sim before. Okay. And obviously it, it controls completely differently to like FFE was way different. And this feels right. like you're more in control of your ship. So right. I very stupidly decided that I was going to stream my very first experience playing Elite. <laughs> uh, let's just say it didn't go very well. <laughs> I was very embarrassed. There was a lot of spinning in circles and not really knowing what was happening. I'm pretty sure Flight Assist got turned off and then I was even more confused. And <laughs> it was just a mess. But I, I remember the first time I docked successfully because there were many unsuccessful attempts. Um just the sense of like accomplishment that I actually managed to, <laughs> managed to land my my ship for the first time without crashing and exploding. It was pretty great. There were there was a lot of like um, small achievements when you first start out yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. And like, uh, I think I, maybe not the very first time I played, but um, 
early on, I remember my biggest goal was to just go somewhere far away and look at some cool stuff because mm-hmm. like, I'm never going to be able to do that in real life. I'm never yeah. going to get to fly somewhere like a yes. completely different star system and see some really cool stuff, you know? So I was like, I have to do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, my sister has very, very recently started playing like only oh, wow. within the last sort of three months or so, probably a little bit longer than that. She's been watching my streams for a long time, but oh, only in the last nice. few months or so, she's been actually um, taken up the mantle and started flying and all of that. And she had a very, very similar, similar thing. Where I just want to get out and I want to get out to somewhere really pretty and see something that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. seen before. I think I direct, I sent her in the direction of the Spirograph Nebula and she stayed oh, there for nice. Yeah, it's so good. It's such a good one. Yeah, that that was one of my first leaving the the you know that safety zone that that comfortable feeling of the mm-hmm. bubble. Mm. That was one of my first was Spirograph. I think Spirograph, and then then I went on Distant Worlds too. I was like, oh, I could do this, and <laughs> wow, I left. I had to leave the expedition like halfway to Sag A to go back to the bubble because I didn't realize at the time there was a Guardian Frameshift Drive booster. So I had to go back and grind it out because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this with like a 30 light year jump range. (laughs) So, you know, you mentioned that I, my very first big exploration journey was to go to Sagittarius A. I can't remember exactly when it was. I know it was like October, I want to say maybe 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, no, it might've been 2016, sorry. Um, and I, I went to Sag A with, uh, a 30 light year ASP and I wow. was scanning everything, every single planet <laughs> with the old scanning system when right. Earth oh likes were God. worth 34,000 credits. <laughs> and I, I think I got 10,000 light years out and I went, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. And I pushed on anyway. And I'm really glad I did because it was amazing. Right. But like at the time I was like, this is the worst idea ever. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I've had so many experiences like that too. It's uh, it, it's funny how the game like kind of there's no story really that drives you forward. You really do have to carve your own path. Yeah. And you can get yourself into trouble like that. And that's something that you can't do in other games because it does kind of lock you into this linear narrative. Yes. And while those are like super entertaining and I love story-based games, there's something to be said for I can get just as fed up in a spaceship flying around the galaxy as i can like in real life when i'm like god i just want to just want this part to be over with so i can get on to the next thing yeah and there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it <laughs> it's so weird because i i didn't know that i was a big sandbox person until elite like i've yeah. played sandbox games before but i uh, i always thought that i would find them boring or that i would like eventually get sick of them and right. I just never got sick of Elite. Like I, I, I take breaks from time to time. And like I said, I, I am the type of gamer who I like. I can't play one game. I always, every day, I will play multiple games. I just, it's just the way I've always been. I don't know what it is. Um, but with Elite, I always keep coming back because I really like the fact that it's up to me and I can figure out what I want to do. And there's no like strict uh mm. guidelines as to what i have yeah. to do or where i have to go next or whatever and like i haven't i have been playing since 2014 i have five accounts i haven't unlocked all the engineers on any of them and i probably <laughs> yeah. never will to be perfectly yeah. honest with you 
And Nobody that's needs that fair, last so. guy who engineers the, you know, the padding on your seat or whatever it is that he's responsible for. <laughs> Look, you need a squishy seat sometimes when you're going on this long journey. <laughs> sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what's the story behind your uh, your con- commander name behind Psyche? So it's a it's really sad, actually. I I've had this name since I was like 13. Mm-hmm. Um I took a random liking for Greek mythology when I was younger mm-hmm. and just I, m- mythology in general, but I was really enjoying like Greek mythology. Um, and I remember going through all these different like myths and legends across different cultures and everything. And for some reason, the whole story behind Psyche uh, just really stuck with me. I don't know what it was. It just it it was one I just went, yes, I like that. I'm going to keep that. Um, and I started using it as my name. I used it as my gamer tag for a long time. I sadly, when I started on Twitch, for example, used a really embarrassing name um, and decided that I was going to move on from that, which is how I became <laughs> Psyche on Twitch as well. <laughs> um, but I, it, it's just been, it's, it's the name I relate to. I probably relate to it more than my real name. Um, I, this is weird, but I, so I worked in a gaming center when I was like 18 um and my name there was psyche i was i was admin psyche and all of the kids used to come in and they called me psy and i just really liked that so i've kind of kept it for like <laughs> my entire gaming life <laughs> yeah that makes sense yeah I, that's that's also rings really really true to me as well because when i was um when i was younger and i've had i've had psychic for about the same amount of time mm-hmm. um like i was chose it when i was like 13 14 and um they I used to go to this net cafe and then got to know everybody and all of that stuff. But a lot of people just knew me as Psy or Psychic as opposed to, um, as opposed to my real name. And, um, it, it it feels it feels like that is sort of interchangeable with my real name as well, yeah. and I've, I you yeah. it's it's like the Matrix. Yes, I was just <laughs> thinking that actually. I feel like that, like I also I was a huge fan of the Matrix whenever yeah, I was same. a kid. Like oh, yeah. I I was obsessed with it. So it came out when I was like I don't know ten. Um, and I didn't get it. I watched it. And I didn't get it. And then I watched it later and I just latched onto it. And I was having, I was having a hard time at school and I just obsessively latched onto it. And I absolutely love it. And I, as soon as you started talking about that, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like the Matrix. Yes. <laughs> yep. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah, I totally feel that. Do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction at all? So I have a squadron for our Twitch community uh, called Mm -hmm. the Boop Brigade. um, And we submitted for a player faction uh, a couple of years ago. So there's a boot brigade player faction as well. Um, and yeah, I do some work for it. A lot of people in our community do a lot more work than I do for it, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. But um, yeah, I we we basically, uh, I, I love it, but we have one primary goal. Um, there was a competition that I entered in uh, 2015 at Gamescom uh, and I won the ability to name a planet. Oh my gosh, really? Um, so I was so excited. And I have a planet in a system called 82 Aridney. 
Um, <gasps> sadly, there's already a player faction in there, and that's their home system. So we weren't able to be placed uh, in there. So you know we're going to try and take over. But the BGS being the BGS, <laughs> there's mm-hmm. always another system that's more eligible, even if we work towards it. So we're just trying to slowly progress that direction and hoping that we'll get in there. Because I just want to be in the system that I have my... Uh, yeah. My, my planet in that looks a bit like a moldy orange but like that's okay <laughs> it, it's okay it's okay lots of planets like that it's yeah. <laughs> at least What's it's that, not what beige. did you call the planet <laughs> um so uh, this is really goofy but i'm down um, i'm ready for this <laughs> <laughs> so i because the competition was like a joke that we had to come up with it, it was something like um i think the question they asked was uh if you could have anyone as your wingmate in elite uh, who would it be? And why? And I thought about it for a long time. And my fiance turned to me and said, Darren Brown. And I said, why? And he said, because he could convince the enemies not to shoot you and then you'd win. And I was like, that's a really great answer. So I said that and it won. Uh, <laughs> so because he gave me the answer as well, <laughs> he was like, okay, well, can you, can we maybe name it something together? So we named it TK10705 because he's T and K and our anniversary is 10705. So it's that's mm-hmm. what it's called. And it's really goofy. And everyone's like, why did you name it that? And I'm like, oh, prepare to hear the soppy story. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so cool, though. It's yeah, awesome it's, because I mean, I'm like, it's there. It's in the game. That's so cool. Exactly. Exactly. Anytime you see anything uh, like you can see your effect on the game in a lasting manner, Mm. it's like Mm -hmm. it it gets my heart like up in my throat. Like the first time I saw my player minor faction name in game, the first time I can't imagine having a planet in game that I named. I would just like never leave. I would just be in orbit around the planet all the time and be like, yeah, everybody, if you need me. I need to be there. I need to be there. And that's our goal. But sadly, our last expansion effort, we got really close. And we had been kind of like, you know how the BGS, we kind of know roughly how it works, but like Mm -hmm. there's a little amount of kind of magic and witchcraft. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, A lot of people know it. I know it really, really well, but even they go exactly. <clears throat> yeah, sometimes, sometimes it just does weird stuff. So yeah. we had done, we had lo- used every single rule that we knew. We had tried to push like certain factions down a little bit in that system below a certain level. We tried to elevate other factions in other systems that were eligible to try and make them too high so that they were no longer mm-hmm. eligible systems. Um, so that it would it would take this system as its preference. Um, and unfortunately on the day that we expanded, uh, I don't know what happened, but one of the other systems, one of the, uh, random factions in it just got pushed super, super low. And of course we expanded (gasps) into that system. Uh, and we were like, how did this happen? The tick happened and we looked at it and went, oh no. And then we (laughs) moved in there and we were like, oh, well, guess we try again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, the BGS is like constantly befuddling me. Mm-hmm. She fickle. She real fickle. She real yep. fickle. And I always say I really want to learn how the BGS works, but like I know how parts of it work and I feel like I'm getting to the point where I know what most people know now and I still don't really fully get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's to, to get like I would probably I would class myself as somebody who knows probably more than quite a few people about the bgs um Mm. and i've spent 
I spent literally a year fully just doing BGS and just looking at it and playing pretty constantly every day, at least a year, just like researching the BGS and doing all of that sort of stuff. And I am still learning new things, especially because they change stuff. Oh, they do. They change Um, stuff and they don't let us know. (laughs) I feel like they also probably don't want us to know the ins and the outs because that would make it far too easy to manipulate. And like, that's okay. But yeah. uh, it does mean that we are kind of just poking in different places and going, will this work? No. Okay, well, we'll push this thing. No, that didn't yeah. work either. Yep. So I guess we'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're, when you're doing stuff like BGS or when you're playing the game just in general, what kind of resources do you find that you lean on a lot? Um, we use a lot of Inara as a group mm. because yeah. it does have some really useful information. And I feel like I didn't use it as much as I should have for a very, very long time. Like I, I started using it, uh, years ago, but I didn't really lean on it that much. Um, and now we do kind of use it a lot more, um, outside of like the BGS stuff. I, I do use ED engineer quite a lot because it's just, it's handy though. I have Mm -hmm. had issues with it recently because my PC, uh, don't get me started on windows. (laughs) Um, but I, I do, I have used ED engineer a lot in the past. And when I, when I go back to unlocking the rest of the engineers that I haven't unlocked yet and kind of working on my ships a bit more, I will definitely use it again. Um, and Coriolis of course, as well for like ship builds and Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, those are kind of the main ones. I would say I use quite a lot of the tools. Um, but definitely not all of them. I, there's, there's things like, um, I, I kind I should use, uh, Elite Dangerous Star Map a lot more. Um, there's definitely a, a lot of different like pieces of information and stuff that I could get from there that I would like to, um, and, uh, I'd like to try some of the more exploration kind of geared stuff. Because yeah. that is yeah. where I focus a lot. So I really should use external tools a lot more for that because they are really handy. Yeah, I've always wanted to be able to get ED, um, ED discovery to yes. work. And I just, it's just, it feels so overwhelming when you open Same. it. It's like, oh my yes. God. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> I get very overwhelmed with that. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that, I've said this before. Um, I think, um, Mission Farsight is a really um, is a really big fan. Commander Picard of Mission Farsight is a really, really big fan, big pusher of ED Discovery. And mm. I, I said to him, I opened it once and I looked at it and yep. I was like, nope. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yep. And it, like, I, I will get round to it, but like whenever, mm. I always seem to choose to do these things right before I'm about to do something, like say I'm about to go stream or whatever, and I'll like open the tool up and then look at it. And then go, I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yep. do that later. And then I forget. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the only thing I managed to do with ED Discovery was change the colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, hey, oh, yeah, no, I don't understand any more of this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, what do you, what do you use in, as controls? We've talked about your, your different utilities and things that you use. What about your controls when you're playing? What do you use there? I have been on a journey with my control scheme. <laughs> okay. Um, I currently am using a Cytac X52 Pro. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like it, especially because it is the control scheme that you, when you look down at your commander, that's it matches. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty awesome. Um, however, I have had so many issues. I, not at yeah. the moment, but when I uh, was using it at the big... So I used it for a while and then I switched to something else and then came back. Okay. Um, I had driver issues for a long time. So I have been on a journey. It started with keyboard and mouse. 
uh, which I hated. I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people love it, but I hated it. Um, I then used an Xbox controller. I then used a really old SciTech X45. It was like 10 years old at the time. It's probably not wow. 15 years old. It creaked every time I moved it. So like that's just <laughs> a mood right there. <laughs> um, and then I finally bought myself a SciTech X52. And uh, I love it, but I've had issues. I've had to, with my fiance's help, take it apart and snip wires and reattach bits and then put it back together. Um, but it, like, it feels really good. So I like using it. Um, mm-hmm. I've yeah. used the T16,000M. Uh, it was great as well. Um, I only stopped using it actually because, uh, my fiance stole my throttle. So <laughs> I was like, I'll go back to the X22 Pro. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I have, I have similar journeys as well. I love, I love how much, um, how much like our, our journeys through Elite are really mirroring each other at the moment. I quite, I quite enjoy it's that. It's weird. I like it that. It is really weird. It is really weird. Um, like I also use an X52 Pro, like, even to that extent. <laughs> it's very strange. It's very, very it's strange. Okay. Twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say is your forte in game? What are you best at when you're in the cockpit? Ooh, okay. Uh, I don't know if this counts, but uh, it all counts. The mental Absolutely. gymnastics required to still be pro Thargoid after everything that's happened. Yep. Does that count? <laughs> that counts. That <laughs> more than counts, yes. <laughs> I am, so I, I say I'm pro Thargoid. I mostly do that to annoy people. Um, <laughs> I'm just not anti Thargoid. Um, I really, I still, deep in my heart of hearts, believe that there's going to be a bigger bad guy and that Thargoids aren't the bad guy and that. Uh, no matter what happens, I, I really, I really feel it deep inside. They're not, they're not the big bad. And I, I know that a lot of people disagree with that. I know a lot of people are like, ah, but look at the time that they did this or look at the time that they did that. Um, and I try to use like the kind of logic of, well, they're not human and like treating Mm -hmm. them with human logic doesn't really work. So yeah, yeah. Maybe the way we've behaved towards them is perceived as a threat, even if it wasn't, apart from the fact that people shot them. But you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also, like, we're we're trespassing on places, you know, like, there's so much that I feel people maybe just don't think of. And that's that's my feeling. I'm going to assume yeah. that you've been to all of the inner sites and you know. Yes, yeah. I have. Because that certainly, that certainly fueled a, a different perspective for mm. me as well. It's, yeah. um, it's not as cut and dry. Um, yes. It, mm-hmm. And I, the, I do agree with that. And I feel like a lot of people are maybe looking for there to be a, this is the correct way yeah. to do things. Yeah. And I just really think that there's going to be more to it. I think yeah. like Frontier do a really good job of um, like the, the stories that are, are, are there do a really good job of um, showing how flawed humanity is. Yes. I do agree um, with that. Very true. So they're, yeah. they're, they're all bad guys everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so may, maybe at the end of the day, we're the bad guys. Yes. Are, are we yeah. the baddies? That yeah. mean, are we the yeah. baddies? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I, I think the big problem also, uh, this is something I feel very strongly about and I talk about a lot because it means a lot to me. And I, mm-hmm. this is, this is the hill I'll die on. Um, I feel like people will say, ah, yeah, but like, you know, the vast majority of people want to shoot Thargoids and want them to be the enemy. So they think that's the way Frontier is going to go. 
I disagree. I think that the vast majority of people who are playing the game will shoot at anything you put in front of them. Yep. And that that's not a choice that they've made. They've not gone, hey, Thargoids, they're definitely bad. I'm going to shoot them. They've gone, hey, look, a thing to shoot at that's really fun to shoot at. I'm going to do that. They don't actually necessarily get involved in the lore. I think when it comes to the lore, it's actually probably a little bit more split than that. There are people who do think that the Thargoids aren't the bad guy. They hope that they're not the bad guy, as well as other people who obviously do. And that's fine. And I think that's cool. I just think that it's not fair to... Uh, look at, oh, well, this many players shoot them, so uh, that must be the direction that the community wants it to go. I don't think that's true. I think the community yeah. will go whichever direction they're kind of guided towards um, and that there's a lot of flexibility in it. So I hope that Frontier plays yeah. with that a little bit. I, I agree. I absolutely do. Um, it's for me, and the the reason that I really, um, I, I will quite happily go out and um, and shoot a flowery girl is because the mechanic <laughs> is really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a super fun yep. mechanic. It is, um, it is a, tr- but for someone who isn't that interested in PvP, mm-hmm. that, that sort of like end game yeah. level combat is, is what the, the, the person who really enjoys first person shooters and all of that, who comes from mm-hmm. that background, um, is looking for is like that challenging combat. Yeah. It's very challenging. Yep. Like I've, mm. I've never actually shot a Thargoid, not to death anyway. I shot one once in panic, but, um, <laughs> that doesn't count. Um, but I like it, it's challenging. I've seen people fighting. I watch people fight them. It's fun to watch. I I get why yeah, people want to do yeah. it. But like I know I'm very stubborn, and I'm just like I will not shoot one mm. unless it invades one of my home systems, or unless it, they start attacking me personally, or like they start attacking very obviously innocent people that have had absolutely nothing to do with anything. Yeah. yeah. Then I might be swayed. But yeah, so basically you're not gonna bat an eye if they start attacking Sirius Corp or anything like that, nah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I have opinions. I'm just gonna be like, oh, I'll just sit here and sip my coffee and watch. <laughs> yep. Oh, and um we've talked about your forte. What do you enjoy doing the most in game? Definitely exploration. Yeah. Um yeah. don't get me wrong, I really love combat, but because Obviously, if I, if you're streaming, combat can be quite tricky if you're trying to like keep yeah. up with chat or whatever. Um, yeah. I love it. It's really fun. I, I do a dedicated uh, combat uh, session every week where we're just trying to work on our combat rank because I'll be honest, I have pushed my elite rank for combat so far down that I just haven't bothered <laughs> to work with it. I've just gone like, okay, I'll shoot things when I feel like it. And also because I know... Like shooting the Thargoid Scouts was a really great way of getting elite rank, and I don't shoot Thargoids. Mm-hmm. So I just never got into it that way. Um, I love combat. It's really fun. I think the dogfighting in particular can be really, really fun in small ships. Um, but exploration is my favorite thing to do. I love going and just looking at really pretty things, yeah. um, taking good screenshots, recording little short snippets of like pretty stuff. Um, and there have been moments in elite where i've been almost moved to tears with how beautiful it is so Mm -hmm. like that's definitely the activity i like the most yep it is good stuff for Mm -hmm. sure that's actually what drew me into the game to begin with was exploration and Mm. just getting out there and like just seeing what was out there yeah because i had i i approached it kind of the same perspective that you did where which is this is the closest i'm ever going to get to actually being in a spaceship yeah you know 
And the fact that we have, you know, 400 billion plus systems to go explore and we've only explored 0.05% of them. Ridiculous. It's so bad. I love it. As long as the servers are up, we will never run out of new places to go ever. And that's a that's that's good for me. I like that. I like that too very much. Is there anything that you don't do in Elite that you'd like to spend more time doing? Um. Okay, so uh, there's two things, really. Um, one of them is a little bit easier than the other. Um, I really do want to get on top of engineering my ships. I probably will never mm-hmm. unlock all the engineers because I I get distracted really easily and I go off and do like an exploration trip. I've just been <laughs> sitting working on something and oh well, I've just left the bubble. But um, <laughs> I will definitely try to get on that and to just get my ships to a point where I feel like I can look upon my fleet of ships and pick whichever one I want for whichever activity. And it's already pretty much like not maxed out, but you know, like I've put some work into it. Yeah. Um, but an area that I've never got into that I would really like to try is PVP. Um, I don't play elite for PVP at all. Um, it's not why I picked it up. It's never going to be my main activity, but I'd like to try it because I, I used to play Eve online and I literally only did PVP in Eve online. It's the only reason I played. Uh, I got a thrill from picking on people. And like, I know that sounds really horrible (laughs) and it doesn't, it doesn't tie in with my personality at all. But I got a thrill from going around low security systems and just going, you, I'm a have you. And then like bullying somebody. (laughs) I loved it. And I was, I was, okay, this is going to sound like a complete, uh, I, uh, I was a, an honorable (laughs) pirate. I, I would tell people that they could go for, like they could, they could leave if they paid me a little bit of money. And if they paid me a little bit, a little bit of money, I would not attack them again for 24 hours. And I did that. That was my <laughs> own personal code. If they came past me, I'd wave. That was it. They were gone. But uh, I just really enjoyed it. And I always picked on um, ships that were bigger than me. So okay. I'd like to be able to do stuff like that in Elite. Because I, I like the thrill. And I love PvP. Like I love uh, FPS games. I love mm-hmm. Battle Royale games. I'd like to do something that gives me that kind of adrenaline rush in Elite. But I've always been put off because of like trying to figure out the meta because there's always something new and right. people always have like a, this is the ship build that you use to counter this. And I'm yeah. just, I'm not very good at that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it's very different to PVE. So I, it's something I'd like to try. I probably will try at some point. Uh, just not yet. Mm. Yeah, and we got my- to the, the meta. Um, Unusual Cupcake and Exegis both gave me very, very similar builds for PvP meta because I, I had the conversation and I'd like to maybe have a go at some yeah. point, see how it goes. And it was an FDL. And I know the mm-hmm. FDL is about to go forwards, but it's got that line. Yes. I was just going to say, <laughs> the cockpit is atrocious. I love flying it. I, I really do. It's a really lovely ship to fly and it's great in combat. But that mm. big line down the middle of the cockpit really pisses me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so angry at it. I'm just so angry at it that it's... um, It it kind of puts me off trying to do the meta. Yeah, I get you. Yep. Because let's, let's be honest, the FDL is the ship that people generally go to. Mm. I mean, there's definitely other builds that people use, but... I every single time I watch someone doing PvP. Okay, maybe not every single time, but the vast majority of the time, it's a Fertilance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like that's cool, but I, you know, I I like I I like playing with weird builds. I've always done that. 
and I want to be able to do that. I just know that it's a little bit trickier in Elite to do that. Yeah, there's there's definitely like they bought in the they Frontier bought in the Mamba. And yeah. I think when they bought in the member, it was supposed to be that counter to the FDL, but it's just not. No, it's really yeah. not. It looks um, cool, yeah. but oh, no. yeah, it's so cool! It's uh, the coolest looking ship, but yeah. um, it's it, it's really pretty, but it's just it's just not the same. And yeah, yeah. you you can make a frag mambo and have fun with it and do all of that kind of thing, but um, it, it still doesn't doesn't stand a chance if you're going against like a meta FDL build. Yeah, for yeah. sure, just frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally agree. So where where do you and your and your fellow commanders, your squadron, where do you spend most of the time in the galaxy? So at the moment we mostly operate out of a system called G. Okay. Um it's basically the nearest system we could get to that one target system that we had. Um so we do a lot of like mission running and stuff for our faction around that kind of area. Um but also if if we just fancy doing a little bit of uh, combat. There's a lot of different um, systems nearby that we're not even in, but that have like Hazraz sites really near to either the star or the, uh, like a station that's really handy. Um, so we can just go over there, bounce over there, do a little bit of bounty hunting, and that's pretty nice. There are none. Well, there's one. I was going to say there are none in our systems. That's not entirely true. Um, there's one in our systems, but I find that I just I can't bring myself to shoot my own faction, even if they're wanted. I think that's <laughs> just. <laughs> I, I know that they're wayward children and I should correct their behavior, but I just can't do it. <laughs> I run into the same thing. I'll be in the, I'll be in a system and it'll say, you know, this blah, 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 these people are wanted and dogs of lore. And I'm like, oh no, I can't. I just I can't. can't do I just it. Can't shoot you. I'm sorry. I, even if they buddies. shoot me, I'm just like, no, I might. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, privateers yep. alive. You're having a bad Morty day. Morty cannons yep. go dacker. <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt really bad because we we don't work with Hutton truckers, but like they're they're our neighbors. Okay. Um, and right. they've always said like if we ever needed any help with anything, they would they would jump in and some of them would help, and that's really nice. So when I find a few of them wanted in one of my systems, I was like, oh, I really don't want to shoot them. <laughs> I feel bad. And then I them anyway. Help them learn the error of their way. <laughs> I don't want to shoot you. But However, <laughs> you're in the system and you're wanted, yeah. and I'm sorry. It's I'm just sorry. not your day. <laughs> um, when you run into trouble in game, who do you typically turn to? Uh, it depends on the kind of trouble, I guess. Um, I okay. will usually con- like if if anything happens, I usually go to my squadron first. Um, right. Because there's usually at least a core group of people who are online quite often, who are usually very willing to help with almost anything, which is really nice. And it's the same. It's like, I I, I don't believe in having like a hierarchy within like a squadron beyond like ranks that you you need for it to be able to function. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe in that with regards to things like, you know, my stream or whatever. I don't believe in... Like I'm the head of the stream and everyone else is below. I don't like that. I think that's weird. Um, (laughs) So I've always appreciated the fact that people who are willing to help me in the squadron are willing to help other people as well. It's not like, oh, well, Psyche needs help. We'll go help her. But you, person who is new, we're not going to help you. It's not like that. (laughs) And if it was like that, I'd have a really big problem with it. But like everyone, there's a core group of people who are always willing to jump on to help, no matter what it is, whether it's you've run out of fuel or you got stuck or you have a mission you can't finish because like the ship blew you out of the sky. 
Um, I like the fact that I can turn to those people and that anyone can, which is really nice. But um, I always advocate the use of the fuel rats. Um, I did fuel rat training. I've never had to call them myself, but I've come very, very close a few times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I would absolutely call them if I needed to. That's cool. That's cool. I'm still waiting to... I, I, I still haven't got my tail no, neither oh, have I. I did my training. I haven't yeah. got my tail yet. I've done a couple of rescues. It's really fun and really rewarding. Um, but I, I don't feel, I don't feel like I've got the time to like fully invest yes. in becoming a member. I'd love to do it, and yeah. like, um, I see you. You watch Sky doing it on his yes. channel. Oh, yeah. Um, going going ahead, going and doing all the fuel writing, but um, he he does such a good job with it and all of that sort of stuff. And I just feel like if people wanted that from me, it ain't happening. Yeah, I I really <laughs> love to do it, but it's exactly the same for me. Like I feel like until I'm in a position where I can commit more time to it, yeah. it just feels like I'd be doing it for selfish reasons almost. Mm. And I'm yeah. I'd never really contribute anything. So I don't want to do that. But I've done the training. We can always come back later and and try and actually go ahead with it. But um at least now I, you know, know how they work and stuff. I think that's really cool. I think yeah. I think it's half of the battle. Half yes. of the battle is remembering how um, I was IRC terrified. Works. I was like, "Oh, I haven't used IRC in years," and I, I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god, I have to remember how this works." And I, of course, I did stuff wrong. I forgot my password on day one, and I was like, mm-hmm. "I how did I do?" Like, I use my password. I use different passwords for everything, but I I have a system. I remember my passwords. How have I managed to forget <laughs> the one for IRC the day after I set it up? I don't understand. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed doing the training. It was really cool. It's just that it was uh, I, it was too much of a time commitment for me for right mm. now. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to dedicate no. dedicate prop, a proper amount, a proper solid amount of time to it yeah. um, to to be a proper fuel rat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your fondest memory or the most amazing thing that's happened to you in Elite? Um, I oh, I have a few. Mm, uh, if okay. I can, if I can suggest a few. Um, sure. <laughs> number one was finishing Distant Worlds two because yes, oh, that was hard. It was way harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, it was mostly the way home that was hard for me because I getting to to Beagle Point was challenging, but. Right. Once I didn't have like a time requirement, I literally took like yeah. a year to come back because yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I could do that or I could go and play on my alt and do yep. some combat or try out some <laughs> mining or whatever. So I find ways to procrastinate it. But I, I I felt a really great sense of achievement and I still remember getting really emotional when I finally docked at a station in the bubble again. Yeah. That was yeah. very cool. Um, yeah. But my others... I have I have one where we did like a little um community uh exploration trip and we mm-hmm. met on a planet. I don't remember where it was, but we met on a planet and uh several of us were flying crate phantoms and we just got everybody's SRVs on top of two crate phantoms and then tried to like jump them back and forth between the two ships. And it was hilarious and it was just really fun. And I have so many like screenshots and little short like video snippets and stuff of that happening. And it was just really nice because I feel like the elite community, like as with any community, obviously there are bad eggs, but there are so many wonderful people mm-hmm. and the community as a whole has this like really nice community spirit that I haven't experienced in any other game before. Um, so that was just really nice. It was really heartwarming. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds it, and it's, it's nice just to yeah. be able to share stuff with people. Yeah, as exactly. well. There's, some, yeah. there's something. There's something about um, and you know, we 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 sound like broken records at this part at this point talking about the elite community, but um, it is shared by everyone that we speak to, mm-hmm. talking about how bloody wonderful and in comparison to any other game that we've played, and we all have a lot of different experiences in different games, mm-hmm. the Elite Dangerous community, with the exception of those bad eggs, is it's incredible. just wonderful. Yeah. It, I, I, don't, I don't understand what we've done to be so lucky to pay, be members no, of this sure. community. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I completely agree. And I've always said that like, it's my honestly the best community I've been a part of. And I have been a part of many online communities because I've mm-hmm. always had a real passion for them. Um, I worked in community management in the games industry. So yeah. like, communities are things that I like, I love. Um, and the elite community is just unique. I feel like a lot of the time the different parts of it granted the forums i know the forums are a bit of a salt mine <laughs> but like all game forums are a bit of a salt mine i th- yep. that's just the way it is there's always people who are dissatisfied with stuff and they will always be the most vocal and i get that and like that's fine i don't really go to the forums as much as i probably should but like the the twitch community is a great example because like they are so willing for the majority of them anyway to help new people Mm. to welcome new people in i see the same group of people moving between different streams and always talking to each other and it's just really nice yeah it's it's so nice to sort of um drop in drop in on someone else's stream say hello and all of the people who've like been on your stream or been on another stream all of the people who are there and giving support to other players in Mm -hmm in like new players in Elite Dangerous are also on this stream and they're going, hi, new players, let me give you lots of help. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. So, it's so wonderful and heartwarming and I love it. Yeah, no, I really love it. Yeah, it's it's great from a gaming perspective. Just that we we have this, like you were uh, like you were saying, um, psychic. That like, how did we get so lucky mm. to to get all of these people together in this one game? But then th- th- that extends to you guys. Just made me think of this. It extends to the experience on Twitch in a way that you don't see somewhere else. Yeah. Like I've I've noticed that if I if I go into um, a Call of Duty stream or you know. Um, uh, mass effect stream or like some other random game right mm-hmm. um the people in chat recognize other streamers of that game in chat and treat them differently mm-hmm. that doesn't happen in elite no for sure it doesn't no, matter it doesn't. It, it, just because i stream the game it, it, that doesn't matter to people in chat we're all commanders we're yeah. all part of the same community yeah. and it's really weird in a good way mm-hmm. that you know you can kind of go anywhere you want on Twitch, drop into anybody's elite stream, and they're like, "Oh, hey, there's Mal, there's Psyche, there's Psychit," and it's it's not like a oh they stream, we better do a shout out, we better make this sh- song and dance for them because mm. they're in the chat. It's like, hey, they're here, they're a good commander. I don't know if you know them, but yeah, you should hang out with them. And then it's just yeah, everybody's back on the level again. It's like, really really a, a neat thing, feeling. Just that you've mentioned there, like the whole making a song and dance of people. That is something I actually really don't like on Twitch. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's nice whenever, you know, like a friend or something says like, oh, hey, here's this person who I really like and I, I think they're really great. You should check them out or whatever. That's fine. But I actually really, like, I don't enjoy the, I guess, uh, the trend of like um, making a big deal out of somebody just because they're a streamer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So I right. like the fact that Elite's not like that as much. Yeah. Um, I'm yep. sure it happens from time to time, but like, as far as I'm concerned, like, uh, treat me like 
any other commander and just you know let's yep. hang out and play the game that we we all love together because that's that's what it's all about for me yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen in other game streams and other people's streams that um different different streams not elite dangerous but I um, there's a um a, a reverence of that elusive purple check mark yes that you guys are probably both aware of I'm still I'm still yet to experience I'm not salty about it all in the slightest you'll get it I swear <laughs> to god like <laughs> unbelievable you deserve it so much but um the, I, <laughs> all jokes aside um there is like that that in elite streams, I honestly don't think that people even notice it or pay attention yeah. to it in the same way. Like yeah. we're all really supportive when we see somebody with a check mark and they haven't had a check mark before, like you, Mel, like Crispy, like uh, right. Father Bill, talking mm-hmm. to the three who have got it really recently that I'm yeah. really super bumped for and we can we can celebrate them as champions because Elite Dangerous isn't the most popular game on Twitch no, or anything. It's you know. really not. And like it's yeah. it's so it's a testament to the kind of community that we have because like yeah. I have said before, having the purple check mark, as much as like it doesn't mean much, it it's it still yeah. feels like a a kind of, I guess, um, yay, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Validation. Um, yeah, it's like a validation of what you've done. And like as much as not much has changed for me, uh, at least not between when I got it and when I hadn't had it before. Um I I did feel like Elite Elite has always been a huge part of my stream and is definitely like one of the top three things that got me mm-hmm. to that stage because um the community is so tight knit and they they love the game and they love watching yeah. the game and they love talking to people about the game. And no, it's not a huge community, but that's actually really nice. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So what is it that keeps you logging back into the game? Twitch, Twitch aside, like when if it was just you and there was no such thing as streaming, like what makes you wake up or like get done with work and then go, you know what I'm going to do? Elite Dangerous. I'm a big space nerd. I <laughs> I don't like I wouldn't consider myself like a person who knows the ins and outs of like everything to do with space because I like there's definitely people who are like more. Uh, I, let me compare it like two different kinds of content. Um people who are more like hard sci-fi i'm more like space opera i really (laughs) really love that kind of feel um it doesn't have to be hard sci-fi for me to think it's amazing so like i literally just got done watching the expanse series and i was like oh man i really (gasps) want to play elite and literally immediately logged in and it's things like that. It's either watching something, reading something, thinking about going to space, uh, just yeah. having a random nerd moment where I'm like, I just want to go look at a pretty planet. I want to go fly <laughs> around. I want to pew pew somebody with some lasers. I just really like space. I like the idea of being on a spaceship. I frequently like fantasize about having my own spaceship in real life, which is never going to happen. But I think about it. I consume a lot of the content and I just, I love space, man. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, yep. Let's say that time travel exists. Mm-hmm. If you were able to go back to your very first day as mm-hmm. a brand new commander and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Ooh, um, I would say the biggest piece of advice I could give myself back then would probably be uh take your time and do what you want to do um don't worry about what is this is my probably my advice for nearly every type of game uh, 
don't worry what people say you should do. What don't worry about what ship you should buy. Just enjoy yourself. Like immerse yourself in the game and try different things because you want to try them. Don't do it because it's the most efficient way to do it. Don't do it because it's the best way to progress. And like I didn't do that at the beginning anyway, but I definitely got into kind of like a mindset of I should really do my ranks for Empire. I should really do this thing. I should do that thing. I should focus on this one thing. But I don't play games like that. And Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have forced myself to do that. So I would just say to like young commander me, just do what you want to do and uh, experiment, try different things and never fly the ship that people tell you to fly. (laughs) (laughs) Fly what you want. Yeah. Buy what you want and fly it your way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone to tell tell you how to have your fun. I agree. Um if we if we flip the coin and we say now you can go forward in time, mm-hmm. um, what is something that either we already know about or that we're hoping for? What are you most looking forward to seeing when Odyssey hits the streets? So I <laughs> I'm a nerd for space and I'm a nerd for doing things like plant life scanning and stuff i love it Mm -hmm. i love the idea that they're going to implement this whole like scanning life thing i cannot wait to see what that looks like because i know we don't have a ton of information on it but that adds such an extra layer of depth to exploration for me that i just i really hope it's implemented well because i think that could be really really cool And i know there's so many people who don't care and they just want to like shoot people which i'm very excited for i'm very excited for shooting people with guns in my hands walking around doing a little bit of pew pew. That's cool. I'm really excited for that. It looks awesome. But I just want to walk around and scan some plants mm-hmm. and be like, well, that's weird. <laughs> I like that. So uh, yeah, I think that's probably what I'm most excited for that we know about. Um, what we don't know yet. I I really, really want, and I don't know if we will ever get, but I hope so. Um, I really want more reasons to land on planets and like walk around or drive around or whatever. I want there to be interesting things that you can find that aren't necessarily, because like you can find stuff right now, but it's not super common. And Mm -hmm. often the things that you can find are repeated a lot of the different places. I'd like to find some unique stuff. And I know that's going to be a really big challenge because it's a bloody great big galaxy. Yeah. But it'd be really cool. Like I, I just think that if like, you know, you're scanning a planet and you find something completely unique and weird and random and you just want to go and see what it is i want more of that yeah i really really like that um and then another thing that we absolutely have been told is probably never going to happen but i still hope for is base building and i know it makes no sense and i know it doesn't fit i don't care uh if they added <laughs> base building to elite i would never play another game in my yeah. life i think you're right I think you're right. I think if I if I could have my own base that I would I would build and totally totally make make from the ground up. Even if yep. it is, even if there are set modules that you have to have, yep. l- slightly similar to a fleet carrier, but with more. Please give me more options than a fleet carrier. Yes, but same. if I could if I could just do that, um, no matter how many credits it is, um, I would mine for days to get that Same. i would mine i would go out and i would hit rocks with a pickaxe i don't care i would i would just <laughs> literally i would grind for hours and i would just immerse myself i'd never leave i i probably wouldn't sleep i just it, i would be in it and that would be it mm. i i once this is so weird but i once had a dream about a leap um where i landed on a planet and there were like these really weird looking trees and they were like actual real trees and 
<laughs> strange giraffe creatures. And I remember thinking to myself, oh man, I really wish that there was that. And then I could build a little house. I'm like, I know there are other <laughs> games that allow me to do that, but I would love to do it in Elite. Yeah. Yeah, just amalgamate all of these games together. That would be really great. Please. Yeah. Like, just, just sort out your distance differences and we'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> we'll and be I love fine Elite if you don't as mind. it is. And I know yeah. that they've said that they're never going, that, well, they haven't said they're never going to implement it, but they've said it's not on their roadmap to implement base building yet. Um, at least I'm pretty sure they said that somewhere. Um, yeah, there's yeah, something about did. that somewhere. I still hope that maybe one day. <laughs> I- I can I can offer you this thought. So we know that Odyssey, they're recoding most of the game mm-hmm. to run on the newer version of the Cobra engine. And the Cobra engine is what runs Planet Coaster, mm-hmm. Planet Zoo, Which has a lot Jurassic of Park Evolution. <laughs> There's a lot of building in there. It probably wouldn't be as difficult yes. as it is now yeah, so maybe. for them to implement that in the future. So maybe, yeah. maybe I at some hope. point. <laughs> here's, here's what I'm what I'm hoping for is that at some point, like episode four of Odyssey or whatever is going to be terraforming. Oh, oh that'd man. be so cool. Because they could completely tap the engines from Jurassic Park mm-hmm, Evolution mm-hmm. and Planet Zoo yeah. and all that stuff just yeah. to say, like, OK, now we're going to lay out the planet. Now we're going to do this, did. you know. I'm, I'm same, on board. Same stuff, same stuff. Yep. I'm on board, Mal. I'm on board. You've got my backing already. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with, the, like, I mean... I have that fantasy of being in a submarine or something. I have that like a big old fantasy of being in this open water and seeing all of that mm. stuff. And what's the most recent thing that came out with um with Planet Zoo? The aquatic update. Yeah. All I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Whenever they announced mm. Odyssey, I was like, I mean, look at Planet Zoo. Look at like the way the sun rises and the sun sets. I mean, I'm just saying atmospheric landings. And then mm-hmm. whenever they said there were atmospheric landings, I was like, freaking knew it. It's <laughs> <laughs> all I ever wanted. I just, since the game came out, I didn't even care if you couldn't do anything. I just wanted to land on a planet with like vegetation and stuff. Mm. And I was going to be like, yeah, can't go anywhere, but it looks real cool though. <laughs> just a blue sky. Yeah. Just a blue sky. So like even... Even like a, a tenuous atmosphere with the blue mm-hmm. sky, you can see the stars behind it. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be so good. I'm, I'm so, so excited. Wait. I cannot wait. It, it's I cannot wait to see um, what uh, people who are infinitely have infinitely better eyes than I do for taking pretty shots. I'm talking Beanie. <laughs> I'm talking Exorcist. I'm talking I'm so bad at it. <laughs> All of those people who are taking these, be- who will take these beautiful, beautiful shots, mm-hmm. cannot wait to see what they come up with. I think it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, no, definitely. What can we expect from you in Elite Dangerous in the future? So I have been planning for. Well, I don't want to admit how long because I have a habit of procrastinating. But um, I have been planning for a very long time to do a really long range group exploration trip. Okay. Um, using fleet carriers, I know people have done it. I I really want to do it myself. I have my fleet carriers just sitting there currently as like a mobile station for large ships since we don't have one in our system. Um, but I just want to take us off somewhere. And go see some stuff as a group. So my plan is to do... Uh, we've already got the whole route plotted out. We've had it plotted out for like uh, six months or so. Okay. And I haven't done it yet. <laughs> but uh, I plan to do that maybe in the summer. Okay. Um, and also, uh, I have a lot of different kind of like mini goals. I want to get to Triple Elite. 
Uh, I know you did quite recently. I did. Congratulations. I did. A couple, couple of months back. It was well, about a month back now. It was it was very good. I was repping my Psyche merch at the time. Oh my <laughs> I God, realized, what? I realised I had a Psyche t-shirt on. I Do you know what? It didn't even occur to me. <laughs> That's terrible. The cats in space t-shirt I'm wearing at the time and I'm like... Oh yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. But oh, yeah, but congratulations, um, that's so cool. I want oh to do gosh, that. I cried so much. I cried more. <laughs> it's so dumb. I cried no, so much I after stream as well because I do that too. I went back and I watched like the clips and the highlights and everything, and I was like, oh man, that's <laughs> awesome. I so I said I would get to triple elite last year, but last year was a bit of a mess for lots of reasons. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping I will get combat elite this year, and then. Uh, maybe I'll go try DCQC sometime. <laughs> Probably not, though. <laughs> I think someone someone um, responded to my tweet. I think it was Commander Base who responded to my tweet and said, oh, yeah, trip, um, quadruple elite now. And I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 um, exobiologist. That's what I'm going yep. for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Forget CQC. Oh, man, CQC. I, I, it's fun and all, but I don't think it's ever going to happen for me. <laughs> yeah. But I'd like to yeah, get to triple elite. I wish they would offer like a better reward for yeah. getting getting into CQC, like something that you could bring from that world into sure, yeah. the main elite game, because it does feel kind of detached. Yeah, you it know? does. It feels very detached. And it's, it's a shame because it's actually a really cool idea. And I mm, think a lot of yeah. people would really enjoy it if they gave it a chance. But yeah. uh, I haven't played it in a long time. I uh, had a bit of a problem when I was playing it, <laughs> I back in beta, I actually remember playing it and uh, my fiance and I queued up together in a solo, like it was a solo queue. So it was free for all. Um, and it w- because we were queued up, now this bug has been fixed, but um, because we were queued up together, it wouldn't let me shoot him. And I was like, I really want to blow him up. Why would, why would you let me blow him up? We're not in a team. This is ridiculous. But um, they have fixed that since then. But I just, that always stands out in my mind as like me chasing after him with like a super like grimace on my face going, why won't you let me shoot him? But um, I wow. do, I think that it has the, the potential to be really awesome. And I feel like a lot of newer players would probably get a ton of enjoyment from it. It just feels really disconnected. That yeah. that being said about CQC and not getting a CQC um, elite, I've just remembered that they're bringing in um, like on foot cute CQC. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Pew-pews. So you know what? As someone who absolutely adores FPS games, Same. maybe, maybe, maybe um, quintuple elite is in my future. Yes, do it. Hey, hey I I'm will happily pew pew alongside you on foot. I love I'm it. Lead it down. Let's pew pew to our heart's content. Heck I love yes. a bit of pews. It's all good. Me too. Yep. It's good stuff. Uh, we kind we kind of already talked about this, but uh, do you play anything when you're not playing elite? I do. <laughs> I am ridiculous. I, Everything else. Honestly, I so I do. I play a lot of FPS games off stream because I don't find them very good for streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I can't concentrate on chat. Um, it's the same with like. I, so I play elite in the evenings from time to time. Uh, I also play. Uh, let me think of what. Like the most recent thing I've been playing is Valheim, which is amazing. Has my base building going crazy um <laughs> although i have almost died from knocking a tree down on myself so that's not exactly my proudest moment okay um, 
but I play a lot of games. I, I've been playing games since I was really young and um, I always used to hang out at the gaming center I was talking about earlier and we played games together. Uh, usually it was shooter games, but I kind of will play anything. My go-tos generally are like spacey games or sandboxy games, but I like I just I have a terrible habit of just like switching games really, mm. really quickly. Like I I will play a game for an hour or two and then I'll switch to something else. And I do that like throughout the week, uh, evenings, weekends. I play a lot. I play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Um I raid on the weekends, which is fun. Um but yeah, I just I, I just really love video games, man. Yeah. <laughs> Space and video games. <laughs> yeah, same man. <laughs> I think there's a there's a big draw for me when I'm sort of like looking through what's available in the Xbox Game Pass and I'm like, oh, that's got a space theme. Click, let's yep. give that a quick go and see what that looks like. Yep. I'm, I find myself very guilty of just sort of like downloading something that might possibly be a little tiny bit about space. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. I completely feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that about ends the main the main questions um that we have we do however have a little bit of a lightning round okay that we like to throw in right at the end for fun um if you've listened to our show before we it's just just quick answers it's a bit silly um if you just try and answer as quickly and as accurately she says in inverted commas um (laughs) as as possible um just a few questions um if you are ready i am ready let's go Okay. What's your favourite ship? Cobra Mark III. Least favourite ship? Asp Scout. What's the best ship in the game? I don't think there is one. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> that counts? What's the worst ship in the game? Asp Scout. <laughs> What's your favourite station? Ooh, Jameson Memorial. Your favourite system? G. True or false? You can get a free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. False. Engineered or vanilla modules in your ships? Engineered. Alliance, Federation, Empire or Independent? Independent. Who's your favourite power play leader? Ooh, gotta be Space Princess, Ashling. If you run out of gas, do you call the fuel rats or do you suicide? Fuel rats. If you have low hull, do you call the hull seals? Do you keep going or do you suicide? Keep going and hope for the best. True or false? There is a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. False. Thargreaves, friend, foe, or undetermined? Friend! (laughs) (laughs) And finally, flight assist, on or off? Little bit of both. Mostly on, but a little bit of both. Nice. Perfect. Nice. Excellent. (laughs) That was fun. Thank you so much. That's great. It was like an actual lightning round, too. We did good. We did did really well. We did really well. It was good. (laughs) Super proud of that. I was really, whenever you said, what's my least favorite ship, I was like, "Uh, yeah, it's got to be the Asp Sky again. But when you ask for best ship in the game, my brain jumps to the FDL because that's what everybody says. Mm -hmm. But I was like, there isn't one. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't exist. (laughs) Yep. There's, I think that's that's very true. There's not a best ship in the game. There's a best ship for you, yes, maybe. Yes. There's a ship that you enjoy being in the most. Like for me, it's the Clipper. Mm. I would do everything in a Clipper if I could. It's Unfortunately, so it's horrible at combat. Yeah, it's very pretty, the hard but it's point, <laughs> Yeah, 
the hard point alignment is terrible. It doesn't want to like it's paper thin. Mm-hmm. You can just breathe on it and it falls apart. I mean, my favorite but, ship man, to fly at the moment ship. is the Chieftain, but like yes. nine times out of ten, my canopy blows. Oh uh, yeah, my, my guns malfunction, and I'm sitting in Wait, in space. Yours, yours comes with a canopy. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, we literally got into a fight with this one anaconda. And as soon as I saw him, he fired off a plasma round at my face. And I just went, well, guys, I got to go. <laughs> oh, well. Time to go get a new windscreen. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Sorry. I, I really hate the fact that I, I hate the, I, I, it's a really fun ship to fly the Chieftain, but it its is. canopy is unfortunately made of yes. cheese. We're fully aware of this. Yes. Um, and yep. I say this a lot and um, Kremen turns around and he says to me, you're just not flying it right and i'm just like no <laughs> no it's Don't not my fault that. it is the ship do not do that to me <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's tough one. i mean you can you see people who can fly it without the canopy breaking but they usually repair it 17 times during those the people, fight. That's why it wizards. doesn't break. Those people yeah. are wizards. And like, uh, don't get me wrong, it's completely yeah. possible <laughs> to fly it without popping the canopy, but it requires a lot of concentration and it does uh-huh. require skill. And there were days when yeah. that skill is just eluding me and I end up flying directly into gunfire and the canopy bursts. Yep. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I, almost, I am comfortable like, When I'm that. fighting Thargoids, because uh, I'll, I'll take a chieftain on uh, on Thargoid hunts, mm. and when, it, when I do that... I almost wish there was a way to eject the canopy before the battle even starts, <laughs> just so that I don't have to deal with it happening Fair. halfway through. I just hate that. And then changing well. my strategy. Yes. You know? The crack. Oh. The, the crack. It's just like, <sighs> oh, yeah, the crack. Oh, must be in a chieftain. <laughs> yep. It's the chieftain's mating call is the sound of breaking glass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything we haven't talked about today, Psyche, that you would like to talk about? I think we covered everything because I'm really glad that I got a platform to talk about my love of Thargoids. I really love aliens. <laughs> so like that was a good thing. Anytime I get a chance to be like, but Thargoids though, uh, I'm, I'm a happy girl. So, <laughs> well, well, I'm glad that we could do that. Yay! <laughs> happy to accommodate. If anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you any better, where can they find you online? Uh, so I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, eventually Monday to Friday again uh, on twitch.tv forward slash Psyche. And I'm Psyche Plays pretty much everywhere else because Psyche is taken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting thank with you. us. This has been a heck ton of fun that I, yes. fully, I, I fully expected it to be because <laughs> you are you a wonderful human and I'm very Aww. happy to know you. I'm very happy to know you both. <laughs> thank you so much Confirm. for having me. It was really, really of fun. Course. Our Love pleasure. talking about nerdy stuff. It was great. Indeed. Well, that was awesome. I don't know that awesome is a sufficient adjective to explain. <laughs> I think it was even better than awesome. That yeah. was great. That was so, that was so much fun. I yeah. loved getting to know her a little bit better. Um, getting to find out more about uh, about like her perspective on the game, especially having played it, you know, for so long. I love mm. talking. I've said it before. I love talking to the people who've been playing the game since it was like Kickstarter or just after Kickstarter. Yeah. It's it's so interesting to me to hear the the stories of like having been in this galaxy since that point. Yeah, definitely. Um, she is, um, she's got so much knowledge 
um, of mm-hmm. the of the game and of the community. She's been with it for such a long time um, and like so forward for such a long time. I think it's really it's really interesting and it will remain interesting to me for a very long time. Yep. Yep. And also I love our parallels aside from that. I think, um, I think it's really interesting to find someone who shares like a very, uh, like a similar path to yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, and while very she, much while so. she's worked more, more in the games industry per se than I, than, than I have, but there were, there were certain parallels between the two of us. And it's nice to mm-hmm. see, it's nice to recognize that in somebody else, like what's, what's been going on and all of that kind of thing. Um, it's really, it's a really nice feeling to um, feel a little less. I, I I don't know why. It just feels nice to feel a little bit less unique. <laughs> yeah, a little bit less, a little bit less isolated, it, and mm. it's and it's got to feel validating too to kind of yeah. like be like the journey I took is also it's similar to this other person's journey. So it's like on the one hand, you know, everybody's a unique snowflake, but on the other hand, we're social creatures. We want yeah. to feel like what we're doing mirrors what the people around us are doing in some way and that makes it feel you know communal and important and yeah. and part of some you know fabric that's greater than just who you are as the sum of your parts at least for me that's that's where where I always kind of end up is like this is in some way like you know um i've heard the phrase used optimal trajectory right mm-hmm. you know like when you're doing your best thing in the best way you possibly can the greatest benefit it feels easy and it feels normal and it feels like and you look around and like oh look that person's doing this too and that person's doing this yeah. too yeah and, and that's, I, I feel that's kind a of the feeling bit, I feel a little bit like that with the um with like the flight assist stream team to go off on a mm. complete tangent um the way that the people within the team it we 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 especially on this first this first section the first section of like growing the team it was very much a case of um looking for looking for those people who have that similar outlook well well they might not be exactly the same because we're not nobody is a carbon copy of each other there's definitely a like a, a similar message that we're 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 bringing across does that make right. sense yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but anyway, um, that is all for this week. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an elite dangerous commander who wants to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. If you would like to support the podcast and get access to exclusive content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash flightassist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Baron Von Marlen, Cow Noodles, Commander Reese Lang, Crispy Tater Tot, Dirty Filthy Hippo, Elvis Kremen, Glitched Helix, Jonathan Turner, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Stella Wizard 66, Timis Free 2, and Tomax 99. Until next week, this is Commander Psychit and Commander Mal for the win. Handing the controls back to you. Flight Assist 
off 